0: In almost every area of life, motives come into question, especially the big things like politics, international relations. People do things, but do they really mean it for the right reasons? For example, wars. Wars are waged, and people declare their motives to be pure and selfless. But of course, people often point to other possible agendas and motives, ranging from selfish to the diabolical. So we can argue the points endlessly. And at the end of the day, it's almost impossible to truly and objectively determine the motives hidden within another's heart. But the more practical question is, does it really matter? Does it really make a difference what the motives behind a particular act are? Or should the action be judged solely on the tangible benefits or the flaws of the act itself? Should we be judging the conflict based only on its own merits? Or is it important to also determine whether the motives behind it are pure or not? The Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, taught that everything we see or hear in this world should act as a personal lesson for us in our divine service. The world runs in accordance with a divine plan. The fact that we become aware of something means that it bears a personal relevance for us. We, as individuals, are a microcosm of the world— And the world is a macrocosm of each of us. The existence of issues or problems in the larger arena of the world should make us aware of the need to cleanse ourselves of our internal manifestations of those same flaws. And our own movement towards self-betterment helps lead the way toward an equivalent positive effect on the world at large, so let's take the question away from the general and let's focus on the personal. Does it matter what my motives are for any particular activity? Is all that matters what ends up being done, the actual action? or does how and why I do it play a role? Do we say that the ends always justifies the means? Or do we demand honestly and and purity of motive all the way through? So, as with most intangibles, there really isn't a black and white answer. So, let's look at the perspectives offered in our tradition. So first, as always, relevant lessons can be found in this week's Torah portion. This week's portion is called Shemini. It discusses the defining characteristics that make an animal kosher. In order to be kosher, an animal must possess split hooves and has to chew its cud. See, the verse, when it refers to kosher and the split hooves and chewing its cud, it concludes that these signs are intended to distinguish between the impure and the pure between the animal that may be eaten and the animal that should not be eaten. Kabbalah teaches that these characteristics are intended to be a litmus test for more than just the food we eat. In everything that we do, we need the ability to distinguish between the impure and the pure. This is determined through two steps. The first, it has to have split hooves. When we pursue only a single direction, when everything we do falls within the same framework, the same rubric, there can be no certainty as to the purity of motive. We may be constantly studying simply because of an academic bend of mind, or we may be constantly out there giving to others simply in a quest to quiet an active and giving conscience. The only way we can be certain of holy and pure, selfless motives is when we see an even interest in different and even opposing directions. So, only then can we be sure that the driving inspiration behind these activities is the spiritual motive behind them, rather than our personal feelings or our personal inclination Or direction. Now let's look at the second part. It has to chew its cut. It has to ruminate. Whenever we want to do something, to truly be certain it's kosher, we can't rely on our first inclination. Take some time. Chew it over. Examine it. Why do I want to do this? Am I trying to elevate it to a higher spiritual level? Or am I just lowering myself to the status of the animal? Am I sure that there's nothing impure about my motives? Am I certain that I have no personal agenda? Merely hiding behind the guise of religion or spirituality or good character traits. And only after this self-examination can I hope to be sure that I'm doing the right thing. There's actually an interesting statement in the Talmud which seems to lend credence to both sides of the argument. The Talmud talks of this Rabbi Nachman bar Yitzchak. He says, A sin committed with an honorable intent is greater than a mitzvah, a deed without proper intent. So, can this be true? Did Rabbi Yehuda say, in the name of Rav, a person should always involve himself? in the pursuit of Torah, the study of Torah, and the fulfillment of the deeds of mitzvot, even without the proper intent, far from the improper intent, he will eventually reach the proper motives. Indeed, the Talmud says, Rav Nachman's statement should be read as great as the mitzvah without proper intent. So, within that statement, there seems to be some support both for primarily focusing on the motive rather than the actions themselves, as well as for, in certain instances, arguing that when it's important that it's the right thing be done regardless of motive or intent. And then there's an involved discussion in the Talmud regarding whether our fulfillment of deeds of mitzvot require intent or not. But there's one commandment that certainly doesn't. When you're harvesting a field... And there's a mitzvah not to go back and pick up the individual sheaves that have been forgotten and left behind, or the individual stalks that have fallen to the ground. This commandment is called shikha, forgetfulness. Now, there can't be possibly any intentions involved in the fulfillment of this mitzvah. If he intended to leave them behind, they were not forgotten. So obviously in this case, we, we can ignore the motive or the lack of motive and focus solely on what actually happened. In fact, the sages take this idea even further. If we lose a coin in the street and a poor person is the one to find it, it's considered as if the person has fulfilled the mitzvah of tzedakah, of charity. He didn't know anything about it. He certainly didn't even intend to drop it. And there was no way he could have known who would be the person to pick it up. But the person's intentions aren't the issue in this regard. What is important is that the poor person be fed. And if indeed he is, then it's not important what or why the person giving was thinking, even if he didn't know at all. Now, I'm not going to provide any conclusions to this entire argument. There are a lot of other quotations and supports that can be offered for each of the positions. What definitely seems to be certain is that when weighing the person's own worthiness, when weighing our worthiness, the motives behind our behavior, it's extremely important. But in some contexts, what is important isn't necessarily whether this person can be judged to be righteous or not. What is important is the realities of the situation. And though the person may be judged for their impurity of motives, the acts may be viewed as positive nonetheless. There's a beautiful story of Rabbi Shneur Zaman of Liadi, the altar rebbe. One of his students came to him and said uh, he was giving a lot of money to a local orphanage. But he had the wrong intentions. He confided with the rabbi that he was really doing it because it felt good. The rabbi smiled and said, The hungry mouths... Don't think about your intentions when they're eating. So regardless of the conclusions or how we can feel about the issues and how they apply to our lives and to the present day, there's no in question that ensuring personal purity of motive in everything we do is worthwhile. And that it's surely going to help us bring even more light and positivity into the world. But at the end of the day, Our Jewish value is the value of action. So the things that we do matter most. If you have the right intention but never get it done, you never got it done. You can't say, oh, but I didn't have the right intention. I didn't feel like it was the right thing to do at this moment. The fact of the matter is the deed, the goodness that you could have done or were supposed to do never got done. And it's our job to bring light and positivity into the world and make this world a better place. So obviously we want to have the right motive. We want to have the right intention. But if we get the job done without the right intention, without the right motive, we still merit that we gave tzedakah, we gave charity. And you never know what the result of that action could bring. And hopefully the result of that action will bring us to a state where we can have the right motive and the right feeling. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page,